Hi, this is Rachel. We'd like to welcome you to our new podcast called Constant Chaos. Okay, enough with the dorkiness. Yeah, Constant Chaos is because we have some special, special kids, and um, our lives, we feel, are not your average suburban life. Or maybe they are, and we just don't know it, but I guess what we realized is we feel like we've been home for many years raising these spirited children and have a lot of unusual trials and tribulations that go on on a day-to-day basis and there's never seems to be the right support group and there never seems to be sort of the right forum to share some of the stuff and we wanted other people to not feel like they're alone and enjoy the humor of our lives. Yeah, it, this isn't about telling you what to do, it isn't about, we're not experts. We're not going to tell you to count to three, and everything will be fine. Um, we're it's just, not. No, because it's not. As Christy likes to say, you count to three and the shit's smeared on the wall. Yep. All the time. So let's get started introducing ourselves. Um, Christy, how many kids do you have? I have three. Uh, I'm about to have three teenagers. I have... Shit. Yeah, I know, right? I have one that's going to turn 13 in two and a half... Two... Like, two and a half weeks. Um, and yeah, so they're all plus or minus two years apart and, um, love them to death. They're the joy of my life and they've also turned me gray faster. I don't see the gray. Well, I dye it. Come on. (laughs) Really? Welcome to my world. This is not natural blonde. If you could see everybody, you would believe it. Not natural. I hide it well. Good. Or attempt to. Well, it looks good. You make it look easy. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) easy. And what's your story? I have two boys, two crazy, crazy boys, and they are a lot younger than yours. Um, And I'm very thankful for you because you're ahead in this journey. So how old are yours? Six and ten. Okay, so mine are 17, 15, and about to be 13. And the 17 to 17-year-old today at around 8 o'clock, we've told her. Mostly because she doesn't want to grow up fast, unlike every other teenager. And she wants to stay put. And so the idea of turning 17 is scaring the pants off of her. She keeps telling me she has one more year until she's an adult. And I guess to some people that might be scary. It is scary. She's also hated her birthday every year. I remember when she was little, she we threw this big princess party and she had her friends. And it was at like this princess place and she got to be the queen for the day. And she came home, and she cried for five straight hours. It was so much overstimulation, and she's not that kid. But it took us going through that to realize... She's a bit of an introvert. She's not that kid. She comes across as an extrovert, but she's living in an introvert's body. Yeah, she doesn't like all that attention on her. No, not at all. But anyway, back to you. Yeah, so I have two boys, six and ten, and as you said, like you, they're the joy of my life. I love them to pieces. But, man, they're exhausting. Yeah, so... At the end of every day, I need my glass or two of wine. Oh, God. Half a bottle. I can barely function to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. Game of Thrones, every night, waste of time, but I gotta settle down. It's exhausting. So, I have always had this argument with my husband, who I also love dearly, but may need to live in a separate house from it sometimes, who was like, are you coming to bed? And it'd be like 11 o'clock. And I'm like, no, I'm not coming to bed. And he's like, well, you're going to be so tired tomorrow. I'm like, yes, I am. And he would say, so what are you doing? This is not logical. And I was like, well, 
the only time I have to myself when I know everybody is safe is the, the evening is late in the evening and I need to do something for me whether that's dig into the ice cream dig into the wine yeah. I'm not really an ice cream person so it's more likely popcorn but and put on whatever mindless show I want mm-hmm. and in most cases I probably fell asleep like in five minutes and then spent half the night on the couch yeah and nobody could understand it but me and it truly it's my time. It's the only it's the time only that time. is my time that I'm not worried about what someone has to do and where they're going to be and did I forget something mm-hmm. and is someone jumping off of my roof and what's happening. So that has become a very bad habit <laughs> and one that I enjoy immensely. Oh, I love that time of night. I love 10.30 at night when everyone is sleeping, the dog has gone to his bed, my husband's in his bed <laughs> without me. <laughs> the kids are out finally. You know, one of those nights where they get up like five times. But mommy, I need some water. But mommy, go the f to sleep. Yeah, no I'm water. Need, no water needed. No, you're done. Yeah. You're done. There's nothing more that you need. Anything you need to tell me can wait till tomorrow. Yeah, totally. So. And I've got like these two phrases: I'm done, and I'm living the dream. Those are my two phrases. I don't know if somebody else owns them. I'm sorry if you do, but I constantly am like, I'm done. Same here. Done. If you don't know what that means, then move on. I say I'm done, and in the morning, I actually, if they get up before 7, I'm like, I'm not here yet. Uh, not on duty. Not here yet. I Kitchen will, closed, not on duty. I walk past my six-year-old. He opens the door in the morning. I go get myself a cup of coffee. My dear husband makes the coffee every morning. I get myself a cup of coffee. If he looks at me before 7, I'm Talk to the hand. I'm not on yet. <laughs> so um, you mentioned uh, kids jumping off the roof. I want to delve into that. Has that happened? Oh, yeah. Well. Uh, tell me about that. Not jumping off, but climbing on. So um, my little spirited gentleman um, likes to come up with these, like, crazy creative ideas. And he has... Um, he just has this way of entertaining himself and thinking that is not conventional. And so one day I was, we were, it was just the two of us. He was very little, maybe kindergarten. Can't remember exactly. And I'm doing laundry and putting stuff away and running back always and forth in the laundry. house. Yeah, always doing laundry. I'm doing it right now. Can you hear it in the background? Um, and he got a ladder out of the garage. We have a flat one level ranch type house and there's one part of the roof that's flat and so he decided he was going to be like pretend that he was at the beach so he takes a ladder he climbs up on the roof and as I'm walking by I see a bucket and a string but it's going up and I was like and it caught it out of the corner of my eye because it was so green and I took back like literally back stepped and I look over and I was like why is the bucket going up to the roof. Oh, so no. I come out and I'm like, what are you doing? Up there in this very quick period of time, there is a beach chair, a beach <laughs> umbrella, and he's hoisting snacks up and his beach towel and he plans to sit there and pretend he's, he's at the beach. And then, yeah, so I'm like, the, there's part of me that wants points, to have a heart attack. And points for creativity. Points for creativity entertaining himself, not bothering me, not asking for anything, right? However, he's on my roof, and below my roof is a pool. So now I'm thinking, what's next, right? He's going to jump. Yeah. Right? Because he's going to figure out that it's not as easy to get down as it is to get up. 
And so, you know, now I'm sitting there going, please come down, please come down. And he's like, but I brought my snacks yet. I want my snacks. I was like, okay, fine, have your snacks. But how are you going to get down? Right? But then he wants to leave the stuff up there indefinitely for the next time he goes up. But there won't really be a next time. He wants a treehouse. He wants a treehouse. But he, like, this isn't going to happen. This is not, I don't know. This is just not in, this was not in the parenting book. Where's the book? Yeah, your average kid does not do that. And you know what? They give you the stupid book about how to have a baby. That baby's coming out. That baby's absolutely coming out whether you read the book or not. But who teaches you how to handle this? Aren't there a lot of experts? Come on. I don't know, but my personality, I was laughing. I'm joking. And I wanted to take I'm pictures. joking. Experts, they, they, they don't know. They tell you to be, you know, calm. Oh. How are you supposed to stay calm when your kid's on the roof eating snacks? Oh, my God. Then they would want, they'd be like, is he bipolar? Is he, what does he have? Let's, let's <clears throat> like, analyze this child. And I'm like, he's just super creative, and he was bored. And you need does to that, stay, Does he have something? And you need to stay calm, no matter what. Uh-huh. Regulate yourself. Oh, I'm very self-regulated. Can you hear it in my voice? You have to stay regulated, because if you don't stay regulated, your kid's going to lose it. They model after you, and if you give them anxiety, what's going to happen to them? Oh, yes, yes. This is absolutely My daily true. fear mm-hmm. when I'm screaming at my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, oh, no. No, you don't scream. Oh, yeah. No screaming, no spanking, no... Probably no timeouts. Can you give a timeout anymore? Now I think you can. You have to keep your kid in a car seat until they're like in high school, oh, right? I, I used to love the car seat. I used to be able to lock my younger one in the car seat. That was the only way I could oh, contain him. Oh, you stayed in? Mine oh. jumped out at 70 miles an hour on a freeway once. No, this was be, until that time. Oh, yeah. This was, I think he was, he could get himself out of the car seat at two. Mm-hmm. Right after he learned how to get himself out of his crib at 18 months. Good times. Where'd you find him? He must have been all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> he was. <laughs> we had peace of mind until that time. Because when when you can put your kid in a space and they stay in it, yeah, it's freedom. And I, most people have that for a longer time. My older one never got out of his crib until we got him in bed at three and a half. Mm-hmm. This one, 18 months old, we're on vacation, and all of a sudden we hear footsteps. Yep. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. He couldn't even talk. Right. Yeah, they we can't put, talk, but they're, they're leaving the house. We, we put his sleep sack on him. You know the one that, like, there's no leg Is holes? he, like, trying to run in there? Boof! <laughs> well, he learned how to climb out of the crib in it. Everyone uh, said you can't get out of the crib in a sleep sack. Oh, but you can. Oh, but he could. And you know what? He was actually pretty good at it. Like, I didn't worry about his safety. Never worried about the safety. Just the irritation that I could not contain him. Well, you have to be that kind of person that can find that place where you're not going to worry about the safety. Because there's like that mother instinct reaction where you're like, what else is going to happen? But then you have to realize, like, you have to kind of let this person be their person and Mm -hmm. try to protect them. But you can't really prevent everything they're going to do. No. He's just like your kid. He's kind of extraordinary in what he can do. Mm -hmm. I... His physical attributes, I, I do not worry about a lot of it. In the same way that another person would look at what he's doing, like climbing over... Don't uh, call Child <laughs> Protective Services. Uh, it's happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> but he's it's just like two weeks ago, a parent said, oh, did you, did you hear about what your son done, did at a baseball game? He climbed over this, this fence. It's like huge, like 18-foot fence, and he climbed down the other side. And I'm like, that's not really a big deal for yeah, us. Yeah, that's just an average afternoon. I'm, I'm not worried about him doing it because he's pretty capable. Yeah. 
there's a downside to all this, though. Like, it all sounds fun, and it's all giggly, but other parents don't understand the no. world that we're living in. And no, um, teachers don't always understand the world we're living in, and doctors try to overanalyze the world we're living in. And as a parent, you, at least for me, I spent so much time, like, also, sleepless nights, like, is there something wrong? What is going on? What should I be doing? Are they safe? Like, you know, trying to figure out, like, is there some other thing that I mm -hmm. should be concerned about? And sometimes you feel like you're all by yourself. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I worry every day he goes to school about is he going to knock someone over with his – he's big. He's, he doesn't mean to be aggressive, but he's just big and impulsive. And he's going to push a swing, and it could hit somebody in the head. And then the parents are going to look at me and call me. The school's going to call you. Yeah, Everybody's going to blame you. Everyone's going to blame me. Like, what did you do to your kid? Make sure they're punished. What consequences do they have? You know, all that stuff. And sometimes they're just, they don't care about consequences. Like, I've got my... It doesn't, my, it doesn't work for every kid. It doesn't work. And that's my other child that I haven't really brought up yet. Since he was a small child, there was no consequence that he ever really cared about. It was like okay, I'm going to have to take your toys away. And he was like, do you want me to help you pack them? <laughs> He's probably I, like two sorry, and a half. I don't mean to laugh. No, it's a bit, and I would, and this is me. Then I'd start laughing because I, I was sitting there going, I am screwed. I'm screwed, right? Ha three kids and they're, they're going to help me punish themselves. Who does that? I can totally see him doing that. Right? Yeah. Ugh. I'm sorry, Mommy. Can I pack my toys for you? Yeah. Let's put them all in the garage. I don't deserve them. It's okay. Oh, my God. Poor sweetie. Right? Because he knew he was just going to find something else. <laughs> that's, that's the real truth. Let's be serious. Yeah. He knew there was just more to get into. And he knew Eventually. an hour later you'd say, hey, do you want the Legos back? Yeah, take them back because that's take a lot better than what you're doing now. <laughs> He's going to follow his brother up onto the roof. Right. Have a snack up there. So anyway, back to our purpose in life. We have spent a lot of time commiserating over our different experiences, helping each other, sharing. Sharing doctors. Sharing doctors, therapists. therapists all, school information. Yeah. IEPs, all, lawyers. Yep. All kinds of stuff. And what we wanted to do was try to spread in – some, some knowledge on to anybody who cares to listen, some humor on to anybody who cares to listen, um, hopefully get feedback, hopefully get questions. Maybe bring some of you on to the air with us. Yep. If you have a story you want to tell, come on in. We're, we'd be happy to talk about it. But I think there's a whole world out there of people that are living lives like we are, either secretly or have better resources um, or just want a new friend. And I think that Hopefully this forum will take off and be a tool out there. Yeah, we just want to be a community so you don't feel isolated out there. Of A place where you can talk about your special kid, laugh at it, get some advice maybe, um, and just not feel so alone. Yeah. It's like the mommy group on the air. Yeah. Right? I like that. I miss my mommy groups. I never could really, never worked for me. Yeah. I used to sit there very quietly because, well, when all those little kids were holding their mom, like hugging their moms oh. and just sitting there and doing what they were supposed to, mine were either crying or trying to leave the room, you yeah. know, or pulling my hair and putting their fingers up my nose, <laughs> of that kind of they stuff. Were. Yeah, they were not like just sitting there. So I was kind of still out of it, but I still liked going because it was always great to be around people. It was. I, I just had the issue that my older son was born 10 weeks premature, 
And the mommy groups where we were living in San Francisco were based on the month the kid was born. Mm. And if I went the month that he was born, he, which I did go to that group, he was two and a half months smaller than all those kids right. and would never developmentally be with like them for a couple of years till he was fully caught up. Right. Or if I go to the ones where the month he should have been born, he really wasn't born in that month. So I, I, it didn't make sense. It never made sense to me. And I'd never fit in. Yeah. And then my, old, then my younger son... Yeah, he, he was like your kids, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, thank you for listening, and we will be back to visit soon. Yeah.